us into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat with When I smile, I shine so bright, I'm grooving with the Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite moms hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, hey, you guys. So this is week one, week one of our first time mom series. If you haven't already, go ahead, tell a friend, share with a friend, let them know that the series is going on. It's six weeks long. And every single week we are talking about great topics and categories. Every mom friend should know every first time mom should know in regards to their motherhood. And so I'm really excited about this episode. Um, I am doing this interview with my friend Ari from Bloom. And by the way, we have reached over 3000 listens. And this is episode number 100. Number 100. That is so cool. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> we're in the triple dis- digits, <laughs> but I'm not even going to talk about it too much. Like, let's just go ahead and get into it. <laughs> hey, hey, mom friends. Welcome to another episode. So right now we are in the first time mom series. And this week we have one of my very special friends on. Uh, her name is Ari, Ari Smith. She is the founder of Bloom. And this conversation that we are going to have um, is all for first-time moms. And what it is, is that Ari is someone that I go to and talk to whenever I'm emotional and in my motherly rut, I guess you can say. And so she's someone that I go to and I talk to. So I felt like she would be a good person to have on the podcast for first-time moms, because in my eyes, she is a pro. Okay. So if you need a pro, (laughs) you need a pro to talk, you need somebody to talk to, ask all those those wonderful questions too. She is a pro. And so um, I'm going to have her come on and kind of just tell, have her tell a little bit more about herself. So Miss Ari, thank you for coming and doing the show again. She's a second um, <laughs> comer backer. <laughs> so just tell, just tell the people around the world <laughs> a little bit about who you are, what you do, your life. Okay. Well, I am Ari Smith. You did a great job of explaining me um that's that's the gist of who I am I'm a mom of four now um been married for it'll be five years in mm-hmm. May um and I um wow get the focus on me and not you know what I do yes yes not no. just what I do yes I am just a fun loving woman of God you know there you go 
Um, and I, my passion is to help women, specifically moms and wives, to um, prioritize their own healing, their own um, growth, their own um, health, mental health, mm-hmm. emotional health, and every different aspect of their lives um, for the betterment of their family. So um, the focus is self-care, but my definition of self-care stretches, expands, and covers so many different things. Um, so much more than, you know, that quiet time, that bubble bath that everybody talks about for mom, you know, what does mom want for, you know, Mother's Day, a spa day? Well, it's more than that. You know, sometimes our problems are so deep rooted and we go to the spa or we go get our nails done and we're still upset. So my passion is to help moms and wives to pour back into themselves to, um, just to heal, as much as possible to be better for their family Mm -hmm. um, through well-rounded self-care and so Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty much that's pretty much it I could go on and on (laughs) I will not not go on and on (laughs) that's pretty much the gist of it yes 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 and and I just noticed this are you wearing a I speak baby in business t-shirt yes I am I thought it was pretty for today Come on, friend. You're rocking it cute with your duster. I appreciate it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, in motherhood, I know you said within motherhood you have four kids. I know just to let everybody else know one of them is a bonus kiddo, a bonus child. Yes. Yes. And so, um, what walking into your marriage, you're walking in being a bonus mom, and then mm-hmm. you have, um, you know, you and your husband have your own children. So, how mm-hmm. was motherhood starting off? How was it pictured differently than what you, um, how was motherhood different than what you pictured? Because I'm sure walking into a marriage with a kid may not mm-hmm. have been, you know, what everybody just thinks of yeah. automatically within, within starting a marriage um, and within starting a family. Yeah, it was definitely layered. So mm-hmm. um, I've always, always, always wanted to be a mom. I thought and still think that my mom is incredible. And she was such an incredible mom to me growing up. That's what I wanted to be. Like, I never had a dream like, oh, I want to be this. I want to be that. Like, I knew for a fact, because that changed. My occupation always changed. But I knew for a fact that I wanted to be a mom. When I pictured being a mother, I pictured just being someone ahead of together you know I have my cute little lunches laid out for them to take to school and they yeah. look all cute every day for school with and the notes and stuff you know I'd be all involved with their <laughs> teachers and I knew that I was gonna be you know always have the right thing to say and um I just you know, even with pregnancy, like, I'm like, I'm going to be the one that glows. I'm going to float around and just like, <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. Um, so I kind of missed that at first because, you know, obviously I married uh, my husband who had a seven-year-old daughter at the time. So um, I consider that my introduction to motherhood, mm-hmm. although I did get pregnant with um, my first baby, um, our first year of marriage, I kind of was adjusting to being pregnant and being a mom at the same time. Um, the way I pictured it was just kind of like, you know, Riley would be like, 
my little my little broke best friend. You know what I'm saying? And we would just be cool. And then yeah. you know I would have Zoe, and we would just be triplets, and we all we all dressed the same, and just looking all cute all the time and whatever. Um, but it just it wasn't that way. Being a single girl in my 20s to coming into having a seven year old all the time. Um, who was struggling with school and we have her in tutoring and we have extra work to do and we get home and I have my full-time job and I'm working in ministry, like a lot involved in ministry. Um, I was completely like, I lost it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I pretty much, I poured so much into her and poured so much into my husband. It's my first year of marriage. I wanted him to be happy. I want him, I want to be the peace of my home. And so to me, coming into marriage that or coming into motherhood as well, that meant giving everything I had yeah. all the time. And um, it did not work out well. Yeah. It didn't end well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you so can what, imagine. Of course. So what boundaries, what type of self-care, excuse me, boundaries did you have to put into place to balance your multiple roles. You uh, said you were pregnant, so having multiple children to give mm-hmm. yourself that peace that you were speaking of. Well, it kind of, um, because it got so far, got so bad, I kind of had to take um, a period of time where I really just focused on myself. I had to relearn who I was, um, figure out, you know, what my priorities were, kind of figure out what my struggles were so that I could focus on them instead Mm -hmm. of um, just kind of like breezing through everything or just pushing through everything. Um, There were some things that needed to be acknowledged. There were some specific things that needed to be prayed for. There were some specific things I needed to communicate with my husband about. Um, And so I had to learn that first before I could even put up any boundaries because really the moment I crumbled, I was nothing but boundaries. Like mm. I was shut completely down. There was a huge wall surrounding me. So I had to tear that down and really look at myself and figure out where I needed them. Coming into motherhood is so, so, so important to focus on those expectations. And my, for my experience anyway, those expectations can be crushing if you let them. Um, so I would definitely, um, you know, assess, assess your situation, assess your life, give it a good look over, um, look within and figure out what your expectations are of yourself. What are your expectations of motherhood? Um, and be realistic about what you can actually do and then be okay with what you can't do. Yeah. I think that's good because a lot of times, like you were saying, our expectations of motherhood are either something that we just kind of make up in our head or that we see um, other people doing. We don't know completely behind the scenes what it took to get oh, to that yes. point. And oh, yes. um, we just automatically assume as soon as the baby pops out, we're going to be right at that spot of, of yes. expectation and not mm-hmm. realizing that it really does take a, a process. It's a mm-hmm. whole process to get to that point. Like you said, reevaluating yourself is huge. Because you change. You change as a person. And um, I think, at least, like you were saying, at least in my experience, I think you kind of learn how, learn yourself more. Mm 
So how um, how did you have to rearrange your household or your schedule to accommodate your feelings, um, your health with each child? Like, how did you have to do that? Um, the only like schedule um, readjustments or any kind of household readjustments would be how engaged my husband was. Mm-hmm. A lot of times men, um, you know, they're raised with women who seemingly had it all, did it all, controlled it all, cared, you know, she, they, she, she did it. She did the thing. She worked, yeah. came home, she cooked, she took <laughs> care of this, that, and the other. And so now <laughs> this new generation of women, us millennials, we're like, um, yeah, no, that's not how it's going to go. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, and that was difficult. That was one of those expectations as a wife where we really just like miscommunicated that completely. And I didn't even know that I had certain expectations because, you know, they're, at the end, they're in my mind. And I didn't know until I was experiencing it and I was saying, hey, he's not supposed to be doing that. I'm not supposed to be doing that. So each child I've learned, you know, we as we've learned more about ourselves, we've learned more about each other. Um, that has been the biggest change It's each child. He's more and more involved. Um, and mm-hmm. so, I, and I rightfully so, cause I have more children. I'm going to need more help. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I really have to learn how to, um, prioritize what I can do, what I can't mm-hmm. do when I can do it and learning and how to also um, delegate or ask help for the things that I cannot do. Like getting mm-hmm. all the kids, all four kids in the car before 9 a.m. to take everybody to school. It, I can't do that by myself, especially yeah. in the snow. <laughs> so he's helping me get everybody in the car. And then, you know, we spend time together, dropping everybody up. We hit the Starbucks yeah. and head back home. Come and on, so, Starbucks. that's that's probably the biggest thing just knowing what I need help with I like whenever you said that because one like you said is our relationships now are different Mm -hmm. than what our parents or maybe even our grandparents had um, of what we are requiring from our, our spouses and really the men as well we're not having gender roles so to say right um And then I'm like, you were saying kind of with the extra load that Mm -hmm. comes on, whether you have one kid or you have four or 15, whatever, you need that help from your spouse. And Mm -hmm. um, I think the hardest thing sometimes for a lot of us moms is that communication of saying what we really need, because we want to be able to do it all by ourselves. But it's like, it's okay if you can't, though. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's okay if you can't though. Um, but, but like you saying, yeah, like, like the millennials and um, it, it's just a different time now having to communicate and then having, um, having to communicate what you need uh, most importantly. And what I thought this made me think of this. So I watched the Tina Turner documentary on Hulu. Um, girl, <laughs> took me out a little bit in a couple of places, you know, took me out. But um, one of the things that she spoke of was that um, she had abandonment issues from her mom Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. her mom just up and left. But you Mm -hmm. hear about those stories so often from back in the day, because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, so it could have been a mom. She may have had a few kids. She may have had like nine to 15 um, Mm -hmm. because like the man just went out, him worked. Mm -hmm. 
And then he just did whatever he wanted to do. He gallivanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whenever he came home, it's whenever he wanted sex with his wife. And then you got pregnant again. And then he gone again. Just doing Gallivanting. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's just like, <laughs> how, do you expect, how do you expect a woman to raise these kids, help maintain whatever work you're doing, take care of the house, cook, clean, and just keep all this together? And you're just like, oh, she got it. It's like I see why some of these moms and just she looks just nice. Like this. Yeah, and she was to look nice. nice. <laughs> I was like, I see oh, why these women just oh, took off and left their kids sometimes, mm-hmm. and you know, because they just needed a mm-hmm. break. It was yeah. too much. Yeah. It was too much. And God forbid if you leave your man, oh, <laughs> you a, you a heathen. You yeah. You a sinner. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, so I'm glad that. I'm glad that you had brought that up. So why is self-care important for first-time moms? And what are great tips for moms to implement um, and schedule time? I know this is your forte, so I wanted to ask this question. (laughs) (laughs) Self-care is incredibly important for a first-time mom mom because this is is a big transition in your life. So... You know, it's more than just having a baby. It's more than, you know, raising this tiny human. But you have to pay attention to what it does for you, what it does to you. Um, It's going to stretch you. It's going to make you a better person. But it's also going to trigger a lot of things from your past that's what makes it so kind of difficult because you're you're kind of reparenting yourself through the way that you parent your children if you think about about it that way so self-care is incredibly important not just the surface self-care but um self-care the bloom way you know like that deep-rooted um, really finding out who you are, why you yeah. are the way that you are, so that you can care for yourself, mm-hmm. really, really knowing mm-hmm. yourself, um, and then actually doing what it takes feel, doing what it takes to beautify yourself, to open yourself, to be healthy, to be happy, like, all of that is so incredibly important so that you don't perpetuate generational cycles and behaviors and thought processes so that you're not projecting your issues onto your child, scapegoating so that you're not damaging your children or your family. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to do that. Right. So self-care is incredibly important because it really helps to keep your whole family healthy. When mom is happy and healthy, everybody's happy and healthy. Same with dad. So um, that that's incredibly important. Self-care is key. You have to be cared for. You have to be healthy or else we damage those around us if we're not. Yeah. What um, are great ways for first-time moms to implement self-care and or schedule that time? Should we have a set schedule? Should we just be like, whenever you have time? <laughs> yeah, definitely the latter. Because, um, you know, motherhood is filled with uncertainty sometimes, especially when mm-hmm. scheduling. You have to be extremely flexible. And it is important that you prioritize the time. But if you already have a set schedule and, you know, your kids, maybe maybe they're a little bit older or, you know, for a fact that you have that set time that you can 
put to yourself. You just want to be specific or, you know, be more specific about what kind of self-care you do, um, then that works best for you. But if, you know, we're talking about the first time mom's here and you don't really know what to expect, I'm going to say to go more with, be more flexible about it, not to be unintentional. Definitely. um, If you're going to be, if you're going to be intentional about your self-care, you do want to set time, but you need a backup time. Because if you're anything like me, um, which I do have a lot more children and a lot more on my plate, but if I schedule self-care time and it doesn't happen, I am less likely to come back around to make sure mm-hmm. that I do it at the end of the day or some other mm-hmm. time. I'm going to miss a couple of days um, just because mm-hmm. everything else kind of jumps on in priority um, because I missed it. That was the perfect window and now it's gone. So yeah. um, I would say to be very flexible, be intentional about it, set the time, but be flexible as well because things are going to come up. You just have to make sure that when the time, when sometimes free times comes up that you are unaware of, you didn't plan. And then sometimes um, busyness pops up that was unplanned. Either way yeah. it goes, just be flexible when the time does a, a come. Make sure that you are intentional about setting that time for self-care. And sometimes we say that self-care is whatever feels good. And that's not necessarily either. Uh, but that's a whole other story for another time. But yes, <laughs> um, yeah, I would say to be intentional about it, set that time, but be flexible as well. And don't put yourself down if you don't make that time. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I learned too. Sometimes whenever I made a schedule and I wasn't able to hit it, I was like, oh, I Bum. failed again. Yeah. yeah. So mad. Yeah, don't do that. So um, last question, what are some of your favorite self-care activities um, that we could give as starters or pointers or whatever just to kind of give some of our first-time moms ideas of things to do okay so I'm just gonna be frank with you my favorite self-care activity is therapy right Mm -hmm. now (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it helps me to feel so understood it helps me to feel seen sometimes as a mom you don't really feel seen um everybody's focus is a baby and mm-hmm. so, I mean, our focus is the baby too, but when I'm in therapy, it's like centered around me. Like it's time mm-hmm. to myself, for myself, to think about myself, to talk about myself and to understand myself. And it feels so good. So that's probably my number one. Um, my second one is working on my business, working on my passion, um, you know, finding something down and brainstorming. About. Yeah, mm-hmm. brainstorming ways to empower people and when people are, you know, like Allison, you know, calling, texting, like, oh, I need to talk. I need to, um, you know, get this off my chest or help me process this. Like that makes mm-hmm. me feel really good. Um, and so yeah. even though it's serving others, um, it's still my self-care because that is what I'm passionate about. Um, Not necessarily so much so that I'm like drained or anything, but it empowers me to empower other people. So that's my, that's my purpose. And so um, that's occupational self-care. I know at one point you were also doing like journaling prompts. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's something as well that I'm getting back into is, is journaling and having that time to really just kind of like 
like you were saying, more like reconnect with yourself, Mm -hmm. let out all of your feelings and emotions, Mm -hmm. um, evaluating them, diving into them, whatever that may be. And sometimes just like getting it out is the best thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that would, and then for me, like reading a self-help book, like a good one. Yeah. But um one of my, my favorite right now, the one that I sent you to cultivate. She's a good author. She's very relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just really works. But yeah, yeah, just doing those. Oh well, thank you so much for coming on today, Boo. <laughs> thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Um, tell everybody where they can connect with you. Um, if they would like to um, just get in touch with you or kind of follow you, whatever that may be. Okay. Um, my number one would be my Instagram. Um, my handle is at bloom with Ari, A-R-I. Um, and then my website is www.letsbloomtogether.org. That's going to have every um, updated event or whatever it is that I'm I'm doing. That's going to be on there as well Mm -hmm. as my Instagram. And then, uh, of course, the podcast um, for myself an extended maternity leave so that I can prepare. Um, But um, there are plenty, plenty of good resources that um, Mm -hmm. your listeners can listen to and just kind of get an idea for what they could be doing differently for self-care. Um, or what they can do to enhance their self-care from the podcast, which is the Let's Bloom Together podcast on all streaming platforms. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Boo. And um, y'all probably hear from her more in the future on this podcast, (laughs) okay? I hope so. It's fun. It's always so fun. Thanks, Boo. All right, well, you have a good one, love. Thank you, you too. Okay, guys, that is the end of week one of our first time mom series. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Look in the show notes for uh, any of those links to hook up with Ari and to meet with her and or to connect with her. (laughs) And then um, stay tuned for this week. We're going to have a bonus, a quick bonus episode. And then next week we will have part two of our first time mom series. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to share. Talk to you later. Bye.